Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. We are three days away from the opening up of Pittsburgh Penguins training camp for the 2023-24 season. And for those who follow along with the podcast and also with the Penguins in general, know that while the big guns haven't started official team activities as of yet, they're on the ice in Pittsburgh, but nothing in an official team capacity, the prospects have already been in action. Two games over the weekend at the annual Prospects Challenge up in Buffalo. A 1-1 record with a loss to the Boston Bruins in the opener and a 8-3 victory over the Ottawa Senators on Saturday afternoon. The Prospects team will finish their challenge schedule with a game tonight at 5 p.m. against the host, Buffalo Sabres. And with that, I wanted to take this opportunity to give you three prospects to watch in that finale tonight. I know a lot of Penguins fans are also fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers, so it's a tremendous night if you're a Pittsburgh sports fan. You can start off watching the future of the Penguins organization at 5 o'clock, take on the Buffalo Sabres. Around 7 o'clock, that'll be over. You can get your dinner plans ready, and at 8.20, Steelers-Browns, perfect night for Pittsburgh sports fans, unless, of course, the Steelers lose, and then that ruins it all. But... This is not a Steelers podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the prospects to watch in my eyes in this finale for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The first name I'm going to bring up is a name that some people may have never heard before. I know almost nobody had heard of him before this weekend, but now a lot of Penguins fans are starting to pick up on this kid's name, and that name is Jagger Joshua. College hockey prospect for the Pittsburgh Penguins coming off of four years at Michigan State. He is a Michigan native. He played 135 games in his four years, scored 21 goals and 23 assists. And I know that stat line sounds a little under the weather, but he is coming off a terrific senior year in which he scored 13 goals and 24 points in 37 games played. Led the Michigan State Spartans with that 13 goal mark. So he does have offensive ability, offensive capabilities, but that's not really the role that he's going to end up playing at the AHL, hopefully this season and at the NHL in the future is what he's hoping. Currently Joshua is on an AHL contract with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. He did play seven games for them last season after the college hockey season had come to an end, but here's why Everybody is starting to learn this kid's name. He's physical, he's a menace, and he's a pest. You learned that less than a minute into the game on Saturday in his first official game as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, at least 
this season because he did play seven last season. Excuse me. He showed every ounce of those three words on Saturday. He was, in a, in a game where there was eight goals scored, he was one of the top stories to come out of it. Why? Because from the first moment he stepped on the ice to the moment he left the ice, still chirping the Ottawa Senators bench, he was must watch. The Penguins are in short supply of physical players, of pests in their organization. And Jagger Joshua, with a quote from Matt Venzel in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, said exactly that. This organization is going to take notice of me because I'm going to be that type of player. I'm going to be the pest. That's what he was excited to come to this organization for. That's what he's bringing to this organization. And that's what he's going to bring if he gets back in the lineup this evening against the Buffalo Sabres. So definitely keep an eye out for Jagger Joshua tonight. Another player, this one on the blue line that I want to bring to your attention, somebody that some players or some fans, I should say, do know about, but often this guy is forgotten about in the Penguins prospect ranks. Fifth round pick in the 2021 NHL draft. Big frame for a 20-year-old. He is 6'2", 185 pounds at the blue line, and that's Isaac Beliveau because while he is a big body, he plays an offensive style. He is a smooth skater with offensive upside and a really terrific shot from the point. Last season in the QMJHL, he played for the Gatineau Olympiques, who he's played for for the past couple of seasons. Last year, he put up 46 points, including 11 goals in 55 games played for the Olympiques. Signed his three-year ELC with the Penguins in the spring following that season and is expected to begin the year with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. The Penguins, when it comes to prospect depth, they just don't have much. So when you have a young guy like Isaac Beliveau making that jump, and I've talked about it over the last week and a half, we've kind of zeroed in on these prospects with them being the players on the ice for the Penguins and, and the big guns just kind of waiting in the wings. One of those two jumps that I continue to, to hammer home is that first year of professional hockey. Isaac Beliveau is entering that right now. How does he make that adjustment, trying to play more and more with the AHL Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins this year, as opposed to playing Canadian juniors? It's a bigger game, bigger bodies, more physical. How does the big-framed 20-year-old handle that? So far, he's looked really good at the Prospects Challenge and especially with this opportunity, with a player, the pedigree of Owen Pickering not in the lineup. Pickering, of course, missing time due to an injury. They're hoping that he's ready to go for training camp to be able to showcase his stuff in his second year with the organization. But with his absence, Beliveau is the guy on the blue line for this prospect team. He's the guy that's out there on the power play. He's the guy that's out there as the top pairing defenseman. Can he continue to build off of this momentum into a strong training camp and a strong season in Wilkes-Barre? That's going to be the main storyline for him throughout this season, and it continues tonight at 5 o'clock. I want to keep an eye on Isaac Beliveau as well. Somebody else, and to close this out, I want to talk about somebody else that I'm not going to talk about too much because I've talked about him a lot over the past couple of weeks, and that's that's the old Blunkfist. Sat out on Saturday to allow Taylor Gauthier to take the full 60-minute game Expect Joel Blunkfist to be back in between the pipes for the Pittsburgh Penguins this evening. Should see him hopefully get a full game. I'd love to see him get a full game and see what he's able to do 
against the Buffalo Sabres. Had a slow start in Friday's game, not going to lie. Allowed that early goal within two minutes of puck drop. And it was exactly what J.D. Forrest had said is something that Blomqvist is going to need to get used to. Bigger bodies, a lot of traffic in front, a lot happening right around the crease. And that's exactly what really happened early in that game was the Bruins crash the crease, they get a bounce, and it goes in past Blomqvist. Throughout the game, you could tell, though, he was getting more and more comfortable, more and more confident in the Penguins' crease. Had a terrific showing on a 5-on-3 for the Boston Bruins that was his highlight of the game. Now, he did come out halfway through that performance against the Boston Bruins, but he is expected, I would expect, that you see him tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Also want to shout out Taylor Gauthier, by the way. Uh, played the entire game on Saturday, like I mentioned. Looked to continue his momentum from last season between the pipes. In 2022-23, he played in 20 games with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins as he split the season with them and the Wheeling Nailers of the ECHL. When he was with Wilkes-Barre, he went 8-3-6, and had a 271 goals against average, and a 907 save percentage. So I guess it's four players to watch because I don't know if Gauthier is going to get into the game considering he played the full 60 on Saturday. I would expect Blomqvist gets another chance to go between the pipes, but whether or not he splits it with Gauthier or splits it with a third goaltender, that uh, his name, Simpson, Samson, not ringing a bell, mainly because the, the guy's not going to play at the AHL. He might be an ECHL goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But regardless, keep an eye out for Blomqvist. Should be in this game. Keep an eye out for Beliveau. And keep an eye out for Jagger Joshua. Not just in this game, but going forward. That's a guy that, listen, training camp is hard to make a name for yourself if you're a physical player. There's not many opportunities, especially when the team is trying to protect a little bit of an older core. There's not many opportunities to lay the wood, the wood and lay the body. It'll be interesting to see how Jagger Joshua continues to try to set himself apart from the other prospects in the Penguins organization. Puck drop is at 5 p.m. tonight, so make sure you tune in. I think it's also on the Penguins app, as it, the other two games have been. There's actually going to be announcers in this one, so a little bit of a weird vibe going on Friday and Saturday without any play-by-play, -play, any color commentators, but we'll get that tonight, and the Pittsburgh Penguins will finish up their schedule against the Buffalo Sabres. And then, of course, Thursday. Opening of training camp, all of these guys return to Pittsburgh to join Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and the rest. It's going to be an interesting week, going to be an interesting season. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.